Hey everyone, welcome to the Lifepack Podcast. This is Alvin, your host, and I am excited to have you joining us for today's episode. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing the links. Thank you for doing the things that we are discussing. Thank you for abiding by wisdom because wisdom is the mother of all invention. I cannot express how thankful I am for you and whoever it is that you share these um, podcast links with. Uh, the information within what we share is what really matters. So as long as you are not hoarding or keeping this to yourself, I believe that you're being a blessing to someone else, even without noticing it. Don't forget, this Life podcast can be found on the Google podcast, on the Apple podcast, on the podcast application for those who have I, um, Android or even iOS, but iOS already has the, uh, the Apple podcast. So Google podcast, Podbean, Overcast, and a number of all podcast applications, you should check them out and be sure to subscribe for all notifications every afternoon. Um, an episode is released you will be notified and you will not need to have to wait for a link via whatsapp or facebook or wherever it is that you've been getting the links from and for those that have been using their uh, website browsers to uh, connect to the podcast application uh, you may not necessarily have to do that anymore you can just download the application or use any of the listed um, listening uh, uh, platforms that I have mentioned before so you don't have to go through all network connectivities connecting to the websites and all the traffic that's there might really inconvenience you so again I want to thank you so much for tuning in uh, this is a continuation for um, with our book that we have been doing uh, this is the richest man in Babylon and as far as I remember the last time we stopped at the five laws of gold and this is a man called Kalabab who is telling a story to his followers as a reciprocation of what he had received as wisdom from the son of Arkad whose name was Nomasir. So Nomasir gives Kalabab this wisdom and he is listening because Kalabab was a um I believe he was a servant within the the house or the mansion that the richest man or Arkad had. So um, wisdom definitely is not subject to who is who, whether you are the man of the house, the son of the house, the daughter of the house, or the servant of the house. Wisdom shall give heed and wisdom shall give wealth to one that will welcome her. This is basic common scripture in the book of Proverbs. So I have a story I'm going to read for you from the book itself as an excerpt. So I'm not going to go through so much um, explaining this and that. I believe it's going to, the story is going to bring its moral out. So I expect that you pay quite keen attention to listen to the details for, um, uh, just before I get right into the story, I want to give special shout out to the Life Pack Investment Club members. Those guys are on a journey to build wealth. And for those of you that do not really understand the concept of group investment, this story should be in position to explain everything. So let's get right into it. Uh, this is a tale by Kalabab. An interesting question. A bag heavy of gold or a bag heavy with a stone inscribed with wisdom? So, um... Gold comes gladly, an increasing quantity to any man who will put by not less than one-tenth of his savings or his earnings to create an estate for his future and that of his family. That is rule number one or law number one. 
Number two, gold laboreth diligently and contentedly for the wise owner who finds for it profitable employment, multiplying even as the flocks of the field. This, I believe, is what they call compound interest. Gold clingeth, clingeth. this is, um, you know, ancient wisdom, so cut me some slack. This is law number three, says gold clingeth to the protection of the cautious owner who invests it under the advice of men wise in its handling. So there again, we see it's not enough to just know which business to do, but also to have guidance within which business to do. It's quite an interesting thing. Number four, gold slippeth away from any man who invests it in businesses or purposes with which he is not familiar or which are not approved by those skilled in its keep. People who ignore wisdom and they go ahead to invest in businesses they have no clue about, no heart for, it's just basic lust and, and chasing after air, you know. Number five, gold flees the man who would force it to impossible earnings or who follows the alluring advice of tricksters and schemers or who trusts it to his own inexperience and romantic desires in investment. These are the five laws of gold as written by my father. I do proclaim them as a greater value than gold itself, as I will show you by the continuance of my tale. This is Nomasir returning to his father's house, Arkad. Ten years later, he, he comes back to the father's house and he's telling the story of his journey to wealth. And... <clears throat> So this is uh, Nomaster speaking. He again faced his father, which, 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 my inexperience broke me. However, there is no chain of disasters that will not come to an end. Mine came when I secured employment managing a crew of slaves who were working upon the new outer wall of the city. Profiting from my own knowledge of the first law of gold, I saved a copper from my first earnings, adding to it at every opportunity until I had a piece of silver. It was grand, 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 grudgingly, I admit, because I was determined to unbuck before the ten years were over as much gold as you, my father, had given to me. One day the slave master with whom I have become quite friendly uh, said to me, Thou art a thrifty youth who spends not wantonly, but he who earns. Have you, oh, allow me, hast thou gold put by that is not earning? I hope I read that right. Yes, I replied. It is my greatest desire to accumulate gold to replace that which my father gave to me and which I have lost. It is a worthy ambition, I will grant. And do you know that the gold which you have saved can work for you and earn much more gold? Alas, my experience has been bitter. For my father's gold has, has fled from me and I am in much fear lest my own do the same. If thou hast confidence in me, I will give you a lesson in the profitable handling of gold, he replied. Within a year, the outer wall will be complete and it will be ready for the great gates of bronze that will be built at each entrance to protect the city from the king's enemies. In all Nineveh, 
there is not enough metal to make these gates and the king has not thought to provide it. Here's my plan. This is the man advising Nomasir. A group of us, a group of us, listen keenly, a group of us will pull our gold or our money together and send a caravan to the mines of the copper and tin, which are distant and bring to Nineveh the metal for the gates. When the king says, make the gate, make the great gates, we alone can supply the metal and a rich price he will pay. If the king will not buy from us, we will yet have the metal which can be sold for a fair price. In his offer, I recognize an opportunity to abide by the third law and invest my savings under the guidance of wise men. Nor was I disappointed. Our pool was a success, and my small store of gold was greatly increased by the transaction. In due time, up group, 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 group in other ventures. They were men wise in the profitable handling of gold. They talked over each plan presented with great care before entering upon it. They would take no chance on losing their principal or tying it up in unprofitable investments from which their gold could not be recovered. Such foolish things as the horse race and the partnership into which I had entered with my inexperience mission, 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 mission with them. They would have immediately pointed out their weaknesses. Through my association with these men, says Nomasir, I learned to safely invest gold to bring profitable returns. As the years went on, my treasure increased more and more rapidly. I not only made back as much as I lost, but even much more. Through my misfortunes, my trials and my... I have tested time and again the wisdom of the five laws of gold, my father, and have proven them true in every test. To him who is without knowledge of the five laws, gold comes not often and goeth away quickly. But to whom, but to him who abide by the five laws, gold comes and walks as his dutiful slave. No serious motion, 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 motion to the slave in the back of the room. The slave brought forward one at a time, three heavy leather bags. One of these Nomasir took and placed upon the floor before his father and addressing him again. Thou didst give to me a bag of gold, Babylon gold to be specific. Behold in its place, I do return to thee a bag of Nineveh gold of equal weight and equal exchange as all will agree. Thou didst give to me a clay tablet inscribed with wisdom. Behold, in its stead, I do return two bags of gold. So saying, he took from the slave the other two bags and likewise placed them upon the floor before his father. This I do to prove to thee, my father, of how much greater value I consider your wisdom than the gold that you give me. Yet, Without wisdom, gold is quickly lost by who, those who have it. But with wisdom, gold can be secured by those who have it, as these three bags of gold do prove. It does indeed give to me the deepest satisfaction, my father, to stand before thee and say that because of thy wisdom, I have been 
able to become rich and respected before men. The fond, 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 fondly upon the head of Nomasir. Thou hast learned well thy lessons, and I am indeed fortunate to have a son to whom I may entrust my wealth. Kalabab sees his tale, remember, Kalabab was telling the story, and looked critically yet at his listeners. What means this to thee, this tale of Nomasir, he continued. Who amongst thee can go to your father or to the, to, the, to, the, to the father of your wife and give an account of wise handling of his earnings? What would these, these venerable men think were Oh, sorry. What were these venerable men think were you to say? I have traveled much and learned much and labored much and earned much. Yet alas, of gold I have little. Some I spent wisely, some I spent foolishly, and much I lost in unwise way. In 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 consistency of fate that some men have much gold and others have not. Then you err. Men have much gold when they know the five laws of gold and abide thereby. Because I learned these five laws in my youth and abided by them, I have become a wealthy merchant. Not by some strange magic did I accumulate my wealth. Wealth that stays to give enjoyment and satisfaction to its owner becomes gradually, comes gradually, because it is a child born of knowledge and persistent purpose. Now, this brings me to my ultimate question to my listeners. What is the purpose of your labor? Why are you working? If you're working a job to gain wealth, I think you're on the wrong path. It could be part of the journey, but it shouldn't be all that there is. Clearly, this story has taught us three things. I mean, five things, obviously. But there's a huge highlight because you can't get to step five before you, go to, before you get to step four. You can't get to four before three, two before one. So at the end of the day, you need to understand that wealth is a pattern. Wealth creation and management is a pattern. If you do not understand the patterns of wealth, you may never understand what really brings money, what brings wealth. There's an important question I'd like to, to, to bring to your attention that Kalabab asks his listeners. Now, Kalabab was a servant in, in Arkad's house, but because he abided by the wisdom that Nomasir brought on the day he returned from his 10 years of labor, Kalabab realizes the patent wealth and he leaves the, the, the house of, of, of Arkad time after and he establishes himself as a merchant and becomes wealthy as well. A servant from servant to wealth. So what then, what, what did they do? What did he do that was so different? There's nothing different. These patterns are governed and held together by laws. That's why whether you are young or old, whether you are male or female, whether whatever, whether you're educated or not, if you understand the patterns and laws that govern the patterns of wealth, you don't have any problem. That's exactly what you need. Because he asks, who of you here would give account to your fathers, to your wife's father, or to your very father? How many of you really truly give accountability to someone who is above you, or to anybody for that matter? 
it's important. Now, this is where in our layman's understanding today, we talk about mentorship, we talk about business coaches, we talk about... Uh, so, so all these kinds of people come into that category. It's important to have someone to guide you in the field in which you want to venture. You want to become a musician, you must get a vocal coach, you must get an instrumental coach, you must be coached. You know, every master must have a master above them. You understand? Or every coach must be a coach. Wait, is that right? Every coach must have someone above them at least because it's a guarantee to your students below you that you are also growing, right? So at the end of the day, it becomes accountability because wealth is accountability. So this episode for today is going to be quite short, but I believe that there is quite a big lesson for each and every one of us. Wealth that is achieved so quickly goes the same way. As quickly as it comes, as quickly as it goes. Easy come, easy go. It's a saying as, uh, that can only be understood by experience. However much you want to get wealthy really quickly, patterns are important to observe and to maintain the ancient paths that have maintained gold or wealth. In the book of Deuteronomy, the Bible says that he gives you power to create wealth. He doesn't give you money. He gives you the power. God gives you the power to create wealth. He is not going to give you the money. He will only bring the money your way when he understands, when he sees and observes that you now appreciate the power that not only gets the wealth, but can also keep it and can also grow it. Because he is a God of increase. He will not give you faithfulness over something he knows you cannot increase. That's just his nature. So, my biggest take in this that I think that should be a highlight to you as well is the observations of the patterns of wealth. Wealth comes by laws. There are laws that govern wealth creation. And wealth comes to people who take up opportunity as they see it. Wealth is for people that are ready to take the risk. Wealth is a responsibility. That is why I believe Calabab realizes that who among us you shall give accountability of the way you have earned your wealth because there are people who are earning money the wrong way and that's why they probably cannot submit that way to anybody else. But if you're really doing everything right and you intend to have that um, carried on and on into generations and generations to come, then you'll observe there is no reason for you not to have someone offer you. Someone who will advise you and tell you I've gone that road before and I know what, what's at the end. You need to take this direction. You need to invest this way. Or you need to invest into this instead. This is actually where the, this is the direction. There are people who are above us, not just by age, but by vision. They see ahead and they're able to tell you, no, don't invest in this because within, yes, it's profitable for now, but it's not going to last any longer. And if you just listen to people who have gone ahead of you in investment, you will go far. Now, another secret I want to show you. The power of group investment is in itself a, a permanent cycle of accruing and growing and growing and making money work for you. Nomaster says in his story that these people he met, the group that he met, we don't see anything else that he invested in, by the way. All we know is that he invested with wise men, the power of association. All he had was the right people to invest with. And not only that, but within those wise people, 
were people who were experienced in all the investment ventures that they had to invest their money. So it was not just a bunch of people who just enjoyed putting money together, but they knew what to invest in. Based on so much research and, 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 uh, and forecasting to see how profitable a venture is, he says clearly, he said that these people never invested in any business or in any venture that they had not fully examined or studied they would do research about this venture they would understand its prospects how is it going to come out in how many angles can we profit from this how much if in case of this and that they they never invested in something without critically looking into it so this was the secret all Nomaster did was to associate himself with people and then get his money and put it into a group investment that group investment by the guidance of wise leaders and people who understand the patterns of investment and where and how to invest his little money he says went accumulating over the years until it was more than that which he had lost even much more so i want to speak to someone out there wisdom is what you're lacking it's not money it is not money the bible says money answereth all things but then wisdom is the mother of all invention. All things come from an idea. Everything is an idea. Ideas rule the world. So if you refuse to give heed to an idea that the world has for so long had, look, imagine if you were in, in a, 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 a city that had over 2 million people, right? And uh, of course, let's, let's look beyond the taxations and everything. Let's just say... We have, um, we want to build a community center, you know, a swimming pool or with a swimming pool, a library, playground and all that. And it's going to amount to something like $10 million or something like that. How much does each person of the 2 million population score have to contribute? Think about it. Two million people, how much should each and every one be contributing to raise to raise about ten million dollars? So when you break it down to each small individual, you see the power of unity, the power of group connections, the power of coming together, the things, I mean it's it's simple logic. You get so much more done when you do it together. All you need to be sure of is that what you're doing is what God has told you to do the people you're investing with, the people God has told you to invest with. You understand? And there's wisdom that guides each and every decision that the investment club does or the, the investment cooperative or whatever it is that you are in. I applaud everybody that is part of a group investment because if you are not yet, this is a simple sneak peek for you to join one. Find somewhere you can sit and, and, and study, you know, ask them how they do things. How faithful are they? If it comes to deadlines, how faithful are they in completing or in fulfilling those deadlines? Because those deadlines define the scope of pool, how much money they're able to pull together, how much money they can invest in, what they can invest in and how they invest in it. And what prospects are there in the event that they invest in this, how much money is going to come back to the group and how much is this and this and this and that. Taking into accountability, a simple principle like diligence should be in position to be observed. So this was the secret that actually brought Nomaster into an exponential growth of wealth. 
and now he returns to his father's house and he is now anointed to become the heir of his father's inheritance or his father's estate as they call it because he abided by the laws of gold wisdom is profitable to direct and also profitable to instruct you in the way that you should go in the things that you should invest in in the way you should handle and carry and discipline yourself so i want to bring this to a close today because i believe we have made quite a strong point on this already we shall keep discussing the other laws as time goes on in in detail each law in detail but for now i think that should be enough for you to get to wrap your mind around about and to try to embrace and you know consume everything that we have discussed here but thank you so much for tuning in for today Don't forget to share this link. Don't forget to share this podcast. Don't forget to like the podcast wherever it is that you're listening from. Don't forget to send us some feedback. It's important to know how exactly these things are working in your life. And I I beg, I can't stop but beg and beg and beg and beg you to please put these things into action. It's not about the speech of them. It's not about just talking about them. It's about getting things done. It's not wisdom if you're not doing it. I will never stop saying that. I will say that until you do it to see it come to pass. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait to hear from you. Bye for now.